Hey, welcome to Talk About Take Me Out. It's the podcast where we talk about the TV show Take Me Out. My name's Patrick. I'm here with Mickey and Nathan. And Nathan, that's everybody who's here. And we're three people who love the TV show Take Me Out. And we're going to be recapping the best moments and the worst moments and the moments of sincere professionalism from Paddy McGuinness, <laughs> who is our boss. Uh, <laughs> It's a, it's a great podcast. We're starting with season seven. Uh, I want to give a shout out to the fans. Um, <laughs> good, good. Hello. Build the base. Hey, mom. guys. Okay, oh, well. Oh, mom. Mm. Oh, yeah, good. I'm Not a, mine. I, no, I want your mom. Do you, you want to throw some shade at your mom on this episode? Yeah, stay out of my stuff. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And Nathan still lives at home. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's just a good thing to get out of the way. So here we are, season seven, episode three, uh, gangbuster episode. I reckon. What do you think, guys? First impressions? Nothing. I mean, not that much happened. Yeah, I feel this is an episode where they re- relied heavily on the heavy hitters to to keep the ball moving. Mm-hmm. Seeing a lot of shads, a lot of Farah, a lot of shads. Not as much Farah as I wanted, mm-hmm. but Shads was really, really doing the heavy lifting here. Yeah. yeah. What about in the beginning when like that uh, <laughs> that that other white girl? Or that white girl, one of the white girls. <laughs> she like immediately. About like she immediately white girls. Yeah, that's true. She immediately got into a ju- uh, not joking twerking contest with. Oh yeah, Shads. Oh, yeah I made a note of this. Uh, there was a twerking contest uh, in which Paddy participated, <laughs> and he hands down won. Yeah, yeah, he that's was the strongest. It was the one who kicked, it was Alicia who started it from Macclesfield. who said that was her special skill. And if you watch back the video, she doesn't even move she just stands almost completely still with her back to the it was i don't think that's true it was quite haunting she barely moved i watched the video several times and (laughs) it was subpar twerking this is very much i think i I can't remember exactly what the release date that like what the transmission date of this episode was i imagine probably about where are we we're in 2015 2015 okay so twerking is relatively newish it's only just sort of coming into yeah like the mainstream, I think anybody you know who ever who ever says that they can twerk or uses it or says it's like a special skill or anything is y- unanimously bad at twerking. Yeah, they always have misunderstood what it is, or like a producer has just gone in the area and just said, "Can you do that dance everybody's talking about?" How do you think producers work? <laughs> hey, can you go in there and do that dance everybody's talking about? Yeah. This is gonna send the tweens wild, and it did. I imagine. Look at it, up and down, round and round, even diagonal. Nathan writes the zingers for the producers backstage. <laughs> hey, Chuck, it's your cousin Marvin. This is the new dance you've been looking for. And then he they, can't hear the dance over the. the, the they phone. hold the phone to her ass. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just lets one rip. Okay, I'm gonna hang up. That was great. That was a reference to Back to the Future. Mm. Good job, Mickey. Thank you. Baby uh, got back to the future. Absolutely incredible. You can go. Uh, <laughs> right, bye, guys. That's uh, <laughs> me out. I really liked it. You're doing all the work, like shats. It was uh, it was a great start to the episode. Actually, I forgot about the twerk off. Uh, there was also Kelly, um, who was dressed up as Princess Jasmine yeah, from was... um, Aladdin for no reason. <laughs> Cultural appropriation. Yeah. They never explained why. At its finest. She did that. It was incredibly offensive, and it was a very. <laughs> 
That was not incredibly offensive. It was. That was 100% culture of, uh, cultural appropriation. And also, it was offensive to um, the people from that region. And it was uh, offensive to the creators and animators of the 1992 Aladdin. Right. I think it's 92, maybe 93. But Jasmine is a well-dressed princess. It's definitely neither 92 or 93. I saw that in theatres. I think it's like 97. It's not 97. Okay, well then it's 95. (laughs) We'll be taking a break while I... (laughs) It's one of those three for sure. Also, do you think the... the... 92. Damn it. What kind of freak remembers dates? I always think that's so weird when people can do that. They're like, oh, remember World Cup, 98. Oh, I can remember like most films. That's like... My skill. If I was on Me Take too, Me Out, I, I my was, skill yeah. would be remembering when films would be made. Yeah. <laughs> Shaz would be like, Dance with Wolves! I'd be like, 90. Oh. Technically, 89 US. I and like she'd be that like, you, that's so yes. weird. Flubber. I like that you think that you got to, like, the third round in Take Me Out. <laughs> 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 I think there would have been a red out way before then. I think you would get the third round. I get to the third round, then it would be a hard blackout. Yeah. Because your special skill would be that. And then <laughs> one person would test you, and then everyone would instantly. I was I actually thinking about this. Um, did we talk about this before? What was your time? Yeah, you're not, you're not a good talker. <laughs> but thanks for joining the podcast. Yeah, you suck. Your stories are boring. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, what would your talent be? Yeah. Did we do that? Did we talk about that? What would my talent yeah. be? <laughs> I think this is about me. Um, no, I, th- I don't think we did. This is good. What would your talent be? Because I was thinking <laughs> that. Like, this is good stuff. I generally what? don't know. You can't do stand-up. That's not really a talent. I would never no, do the way I do it. No, that's way cringy. I do crowd work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charles, where are you from? Who is single? <laughs> yeah. Also, Paddy would beat you. He's so good. Because yeah. that's work. his stage. Yeah. That's his home turf. It's a really hard thing. Because I, I don't really have any party tricks. Do you have like a party trick? Something you can do? I can like arch my eyebrows. <laughs> and that's it. See, That's I can, my party trick. I can do something funny with my <sighs> stomach. But... That's you shouldn't get that out. Yeah, what what can you do with your stomach? Yeah, I can make it. I can suck in the sides, and then it's just like a weird like uh, hill in the middle. It's pretty good. No, it looks like there's like a horrible distended colon or something. It looks like you've got some sort of yeah. Um, so like your I don't bowels know. Bowels are, are very. That's big not, I don't know if this would make the lads more excited about the prospect. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But it does kind of look like a, like I'm making a tunnel for their days. An, an extremely wide penis. <laughs> Damn, she got a dick tunnel! Yeah. Hope she keeps that light on. Nathan is one of the guys. <laughs> I'm just a guy in the audience who keeps talking. Damn, yeah. she got a dick tunnel! Alright, sir, you are gonna have to keep your mouth down. There was a guy. I wonder what my talent would be. (laughs) There was a guy. Shaz is really doing the heavy lifting in this episode. (laughs) Okay, you just see me get escorted out. (laughs) Again? (laughs) Bitch, that ain't twerking, you're just going up and down. There was a guy who was in the audience who made a comment about after the after Kelly's uh, cultural appropriation. He uh, he said, "You're just." He, I think he stood up to say, "She's looking for her Aladdin," and then oh, yeah, and then yeah, Paddy yeah. sort of went, "That's a," mi-, and he gave him like a high five in the audience. <laughs> well, I think Paddy and him said it at the same time. He was oh, like, you that's got right. there just and then they high fived. Yeah. What yeah. would be your time, Patrick? Uh, I think probably just getting fresh with Paddy. 
You think your talent would be getting fresh with Paddy? Yeah, I think uh, Paddy would set me up for just like withering put downs. I would crush <laughs> them and put him down. Oh, I thought uh, getting fresh would mean you were gonna make out with him. Yeah. Oh yeah, that too. So it's gonna be banter. You and Paddy doing well, you know, banter. Yeah, you know how Paddy always uh, like hugs them at the end of the episode if they don't have any dates. So often, like he has this like homoerotic back and forth mm. with the guys. I think I would just test the limits of how far he's willing to go with that. And just like like chicken, except with full pen. <laughs> this really sounds like projection more than anything else. You know how Paddy has his homoerotic attitude yeah. with the guys. It's like I think you're reading you something into it. You don't know it's the homoerotic. It. Yeah, like you know how Paddy like only looks at me yeah. when uh, when you're watching the show. That's directly looks through the lens at me. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, like that painting. And you know he never tweets back at me because yeah, he knows that painting. he wants it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know what my special skill would be. Um, um, I don't think I have one. I'm double jointed in my thumbs. I think I'd sing. None of us have any skills. This is pathetic. Do you have a nice voice? No, but I, <laughs> I think I'd sing. I would sing Black and White Town by the Doves. Mm, I, don't I would that. sing There's No Business Like Show Business from the movie, oh, from the musical Any Get Your Gun. And I'd mm. do an impression of uh, uh, Ethel Merman. They would love that. Yeah, they'd really like that. That would be good. I would do um, Hurt by Johnny Cash. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'd make a lot of eye contact with Paddy to Does imply that there's a really complicated backstory between the two of us the audience will never know about. <laughs> that is so tragic to be singing Hurt by Johnny Cash while people buzz you out. I hurt myself today. But then I get then when you get the total blackout, then I'd get the hug from Paddy at the end and then they'd ask who my love at first light was and it would be Paddy. <laughs> no, but he always looks at what your love at first light is. I'd keep it a secret. Yeah. Oh, you keep it a secret. I'd slap his hand away. Like say, you'll see. <laughs> right, Paddy. Then like the no, cli- slap him on the bum. The cliche like tap. coming dick graffiti like next to it. Yeah, the P That's would be a penis. He'd love it. He'd yeah. lick no, he'd stay away from my man. <laughs> anyway, my special skill will be fucking Paddy McGuinness. We haven't <laughs> talked about any of the guests. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think of them as guests. Oh, also, just to quickly say, um, Paddy was doing dance themes uh, as his intro, but I, I didn't. I didn't check back in to see if he was true to his word. No, I let him slide. Mm. He's just great, you know. We, we we can trust that he knows what he's doing. I'm so dazzled by his um, slick charm that I often forget to fact check him. Yeah. His star well, power. He's like, um, he's like Bradley Cooper in A Star Is Born. And I feel like Ali. Right. Abby. What's her name? Ali. It's and Ali. also, aren't, isn't she the star? <laughs> She's the yeah. titular star. She's the star. No, but he's, the, he's also a star. Yeah, but he's, like, he's yeah, but he pisses crashing himself and, and collapses at the, at the yeah, but he starts off a star. You remember the opening chords of the film? Yeah, absolutely yeah, compelling. It was beautiful the beginning, and she's she was great. She yeah. was so good. Them falling in love is genuinely outstanding. Yeah, it's beautiful. that's like pure cinema. Then like when to, then it moves into melodrama. Like once he starts getting to like falling off the deep end, I'm like, yeah. okay, this is. You're ticking boxes now. Now you've got to tell the story. I also thought it wasn't quite believable. I stayed through the entire credits. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people watching that movie. It's a very big production. I said the entire credits because I thought there's going to be a final scene of Bradley Cooper like opening his eyes. It's not the Avengers. Yeah, it wasn't like a sequel. It's a huge film. <laughs> then it's like a star is reborn. But it, it's a <laughs> famous story. It's the fourth time they've made this movie. I don't believe that's true. That is 100% true. 
They've made it with Judy Garland. They've made it with... Stop Googling. <laughs> Why don't you believe me in this? They made it with Judy Garland in like the 50s. No, and Judy they... Garland was in The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And they also made it with uh, Barbara. And uh, and before and before that, they made it uh, about an actress. All four movies called The Star is Born. Audience, I apologize for making stupidity. <laughs> this is not true. <laughs> You definitely you know, know that. What's happening? Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay, good. I'm joshing you. Oh, I was um, really worried then. James Mason and Judy Garland. <laughs> All right, let's get started. Uh, okay, so Start guest number part. one. Uh, guest number one was Andrew from Manchester. Woo. Good dance, confident, surprising light outs. He got a few light outs at the top, which I was surprised by. He was so beautiful. Why He's was a handsome he getting, man. Why was he getting lights out? I think it was racially motivated. Yeah. When he started doing salsa dancing, that's what a lot of people tapped out. A lot of people did yeah. not like salsa Shads, dancing. Shads took him to task for salsa dancing. Yeah. She thought it was a stupid way to dance. Why, Shad? Which I found really confusing. That's a very sensual dance. Because it's not Superman. He just told them that he was uh, a destroyer of hands and fists, that mm. he, he does high kicks and he's a professional uh, karate man or something. Uh, he was on his way to the Olympics. Yeah, he's like a proper athlete. These and they girls all, are too picky. Yeah. When they saw he was like, no one turned the lights off then. They were like, okay, he can seriously wound someone. But then when they showed that he had a soft side, he did salsa and baking, they were like, no thanks, this guy's a cunt. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Love at first light, Risha. <laughs> <laughs> Risha's banging. But she is banging. And Risha also, banging. she is one of the, the edge lords, as in she's on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the other one being Danny, who gets picked a lot, and I think genuinely being, thank you. I think being on the edge is like a. I think they mostly just pick people who are on the edge. Yeah, it's pretty common. That's Risha's first pick as love. At first. I don't know if she, how long she's been on the edge. She's been there the whole time. I haven't noticed keep, that before. Keep, this people keep being so distracted by Danny yeah. that they um they don't see her, but she is gorgeous. Okay. Um. Last note on Andrew uh, in the VT uh, before they went off on their date. Andrew said he was oh, looking yeah. for true love. He should have said that Fuck. earlier. He never mentioned at any point that he was looking for true love. I think that would be the saddest thing in the world <laughs> to stand with your back to a studio audience looking yeah. at 30 and saying, I'm here for true love. If you say that, you are condemned yourself. You will die alone in the bath. I think it That's automatically fact. turns all of their lights off. Yeah. Except one who is raised above them. 18 no, feet. No, you will die in a bath. Ah. Paddy will press down on you. And there's a bath under the stage. There's a bath backstage. <laughs> what, like a, a trapdoor? Blade. <laughs> trap door and you're in the bath. And then just hang out. <laughs> just hang out in the bath until you're ready to kill yourself. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cheerful. And that's Andrew. Uh, which brings us on to item two on the agenda. Recap number one. Uh, Jade and Chris. Okay. Can we just... What a train wreck. I love this date. This bad, is, bad date. he calls her ditzy twice. And the second time he does, he says, and I think over time it'll really grade on me. <laughs> yeah, which, which is good foresight. That's something to be aware of. And accurate. What I like is like in the opening VTs, uh, he says, I can't remember much about her, but I do remember her quirkiness. Because yeah. she's like, I don't remember fucking anything about him. Yeah. And then she goes, he's not as ugly as I remember. Yeah, that yeah. was tragic. That was... So often you see this in this show of uh, girls picking people and then a really obvious physical thing about them or just about their personality is like a huge red flag. So yeah. She clearly wasn't attracted to him because she called him ugly right away. It was like, but you saw him really. Why did you 
But also, it sucks as a day because they had to go wine tasting. Neither of them liked wine. Yeah, that yeah, was weird. Yeah, but then, then they... Take them to an ostrich that farm. The, that yeah. was the best <laughs> bit of it because they were sort of both laughing at how shit it was. I think a, but lot, it's, of, it's, a lot of people don't like wine. But it's awful. Like, it's hot, like over Christmas, like, my uh, granddad had a, like, 20-year-old bottle of champagne. And, like, it did not age well. It was basically just fermented. It was... Yeah, champagne doesn't age well. Yeah, that's not how you do it. It was like, I've got this. It's like... No, you might as well bring up like 20-year-old eggs. We were hammered. <laughs> it was his yeah. second birthday. He was having a great time. It was his birthday? Yeah, his birthday was on Boxing Day. It was day. Jesus's birthday. Thank you very much. No, on Boxing Day. You don't know nothing about Jesus. That's which is true, why actually. you are condemned to that an eternity true, in hell. I am a heathen. You are going to fail St. Peter's quiz. That's mm. <laughs> so we asked at the pearly gate. Yeah, there's a quiz. So you think it's a quiz? Yeah, there's a quiz. W- I'm so good at quizzes. Yeah, but you know nothing about Jesus. Ask me anything. Uh, when's Jesus' birthday? When is it? Where? When? Oh. When? It's on the 24th. Pull trap door, you're down in the bath. When? In hell. When is it? He was born on the 25th. Damn it. All right. Well, we've proven ourselves to be <laughs> terrible heathens. What? This is the number one Jesus podcast out yeah, there. Yeah, this is uh, where you come for all your Jesus goss. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's go on to uh, guest number two, uh, which is Jamie from Cardiff. Weasel. I don't Weasel. <laughs> Immediate. Someone said... Oh, uh, cheeky, who's... by far, your classic Oh, the car salesman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sophie cheeky. says... Um, cheeky I wouldn't touch car salesman with a barge pole. And I was like, Sophie nailed it. Yeah. You yeah. know how? You know what I took away from this? How hot was his mum? I've underlined it. Yeah, she times. was young. She oh, was, but hot. she was young yeah, and she banging. was hot. I wanted, I wanted her to do a Chloe and yeah. like become one uh, of the contestants. That'd you know? be great. I was like, she would clean up. Yeah, well, she'd just keep her for like an old guy. <sighs> yeah. But the thing about, I think she's true. I don't think so car salesmen hot. can be trusted. The only car salesman I can think of in literature is Matilda's dad. <laughs> so he is basically Matilda's dad. I don't... Why do you have to... Think of an analogy for him within literature. Because <laughs> is that Nathan, how you're watching this. Because show? Nathan has never owned a car, <laughs> so his only experience with car salesmen can be in literature. Yeah. Also, I just referenced Roald Dahl's Matilda. You're acting like I'm like referencing some like haughty like tome. It's a f- well, you called it literature. Yeah, oh, you called true. it literature. In the finest literature. I call it. I call it a book. Postman bat. And to be fair, I wasn't thinking of literature. I was thinking of Danny Tito's yes, of performance. You were. Yes. Yeah, I remember he changed the it. mileometer, doesn't he? To yeah. make it look like. So that's the kind of thing we expect. Maybe Jamie is doing in Cardiff. She's, well, apparently, some professions which you just associate with being untrustworthy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Car salesmen and uh, estate agents and lawyers. Um, Farah did his uh, Cardiff accent or did a Cardiff accent which was some nice that was a nice bit of uh, tension release she's really um, she, she I, I definitely think she's in the Shads category yeah of, I love Farah uh, lowering the stakes putting everyone at ease helping out Paddy with some of the legwork um, also I think it's great he makes his own clothes they really um, they hated it I mean the clothes that he did make was a sleeveless uh, jacket yeah because in my notes jacket. it says makes his own bad clothes yeah but the, the fact that he does make his own clothes and with also that's nan. showing with his nan which is showing vulnerability and non-masculine traits which is always a huge risk on this show there is nothing more untrustworthy than a car salesman in a homemade suit <laughs> Okay, but can we all say that at the end, when he gets to pick a girl, <laughs> his question is, I need to know I'm not going to Fernando's with a rusty old banger. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was bold. Five yeah. stars. 
That's great. I mean, it's fair. That's great. That was really, really great. Mm -hmm. And the only who he didn't pick the girl who gave a good answer. He picked Christina, who said no, no. She said she was like an Audi A1 and she was clean. Yeah, and then Patty Patty stopped her right there, which again because it was after Sophie had accused him because he's a car salesman of being diseased. Yeah, I think again, I think that was very important. Uh, Set up straight straight away. Uh, I have no venereal diseases. (laughs) Yeah. There's nothing you can contract from me in Fernando's. Yeah. But you do Heidi, contract anything, maybe from the environment. But Heidi was the other one, and she said she would be like a mini because she has a good engine that can go for miles. That's a really good answer. What yeah. she means by that is she can fuck for a long time. Yeah. And has got a... Mm. And she's got what? Tight butt. <laughs> Tight butt. Do minis have tight butts? Yeah. Mini. She's got a mini butt. Yeah. She's a small okay. anus and stamina. She could have also been talking about having a small cooch. Oh, if both of you are nodding at me, so that's... No, because on. this is a Christian podcast and to retain her virginity, <laughs> she would exclusively do anal. Well, if yeah, it, it is, I just want to say that I think Jesus would have picked Heidi. Yeah, like that's what yeah. on the quiz and you go to heaven. Yeah. Let's See? Just, oh, yes, I made it! Does Jesus like puss or butt? Yeah. Yeah. Tick for butt. Yeah, tick for butt. Cross or puss. Yeah. Let's just say if you're in that mini, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't drive. <laughs> Why do all of your characters talk like that? Jesus Christ. They're all from the south. They're all Chris Rock for some reason. They're all from the south. Um, I can't drive, so I, I do not relate to any of this. Can you not drive? No. You have met too many opinions about car salesmen for someone who can't drive. I know a car salesman. Yeah, but he's salesman. received them well, because of literature. Danny DeVito. Yeah, I know. I'm, I've experienced them. Recap time. We're recapping on um, Pete, the uh, Christian um, guy who worked in a uh, fucking chocolate factory and danced around like Willy Wonka to humiliate himself. Uh, And he went on a date with Becky, who called him, instantly called him Willy Wonka and insisted on calling him Willy Wonka. And I found it very dehumanizing. Oh, it was so emasculating. She called him (laughs) nothing but Wonka. So emasculating. And she was like, every time anything came came up, she was just like, I was just sad that he wasn't wearing his Willy Wonka costume yeah it was she was so intent on humiliating him I was like again you knew from like the first 10 seconds of that of when he came out it was like okay this guy's kind of silly and he does silly things it was like why are you on a date with him except to um go to show your supremacy yeah and when he admitted to loving S Club 7 oh my god I was like it comes with a package I was like oh dude you cannot be that Inextricably linked with S Club 7. As in, it's a deal breaker. Yeah, it was like part of the package. But, you know, he was self aware. (laughs) In the end, he said, In hindsight, maybe I did dig my own grave. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I found that chilling. I thought it was in a literal sense, like he had dug a grave. Well, that's a polite way to do it. Yeah. To have already dug your own grave. I thought you had to go in a bath. Yeah. To go yourself. What's a grave but an unfilled bath? Mm. That's nice. Beautiful, right? Yeah, that's that's the one I have written on my tombstone. Oh. And with a space underneath it for answers. <laughs> and then underneath that it says, this guy was cremated. <laughs> this oh, uh, grave is alive. <laughs> um, Becky at one point said they were doing some great flirting and then it cut to the VT and it was her going, hello, how are you? <laughs> I was like, that's not flirting. Uh, also, uh, he said like, she said, how old do you think I am? Come on. Oh, oh yeah. Immediately went was, too old. He was like 48. Like, <laughs> I don't know what he said, but he was too old. He guessed um, 29 and she was 28. Also, like, he was, don't ask. I'm sick of this. <laughs> Chicks. 
If you want to ask me a question, I'll tell you. All Patrick right? is watching Take Me Out mostly to understand chicks. I'm trying to figure out chicks and how I can manipulate them more effectively. What have you learned? This is a big problem of mine, is that chicks always act like they want to hear it how it is. As soon as you tell them, they're like, oh, no, say how I thought I wanted it to be. Oh, okay. You've never never met a a woman. What's that? Okay. Who are you, Risa? Because you're a real edgelord. Oh, very nice. Very Very nice. Also, but three years is nothing. 28 and 25, I suppose he was very juvenile. He had the mindset of a 21-year-old. Yeah. There is nothing more naive than a man who goes to work every day to make chocolate who also believes in immaculate conception. You can't start a child with him. Yes, there's nothing more. You don't know if he believes that. Many children of God just take it with a grain of salt. You know nothing about the Christian faith. (laughs) (laughs) You two always escalate on this. I don't know why. Which is the most damning thing I've ever said to anyone. Yeah. You've brought me to the foot of the cross. You right. know nothing about the Christian faith. Okay. You think speaking in tongues is parcel tongue. You're the most blasphemous person I've ever met in my entire life. Thank you. I pray for you nightly. Also, it should be a good time. <laughs> I have rediscovered Christianity over the past few days. Whilst I am mocking Chocolate Boy for his, yeah. Uh, yeah. his faith, I, I do also believe in. As a fellow his name? of God. Jesus. Jesus, yeah. Steve? Is it Steve? Oh, this really is turning into Pete, Jesus' podcast. Pete. I'm glad to get it trending. I'm glad we don't have to talk about Pete anymore because we've watched a lot of Take Me Out. I mean, we've only done three episodes, but of all the episodes we've independently watched, Mm. he's probably the most tragic person I think we've encountered or I've encountered. Yeah. Um, Second recap: we just we went straight onto another recap. No in between um, customer. Uh, this was Liam and Chloe. Liam was the freakish giant of heights. Oh, yeah. Oh, the capitalist. Thirsty this is Thursdays. a good day. These guys are vibing. It went incredibly well. I was blown away. Surprised. Well, she it was very into him. She was very attracted to him because he did nothing. He came off like a bit of a creep. Mm. What? Because he said he watched her bum? Yeah. yeah, he said, I stared at your anus while we're escaped. I don't think that's I didn't say anus. And also, he, it was implied. He said, I stared at your anus. And she was like, ooh. No, she likes because girls, girls like that. If you're like, if it's not as if that's the first conversation they've had. She stood behind a podium. She's picked him, and then they go to an island to have a date. And then the date goes well. And then he goes, "I checked out your bum. I really liked it." A girl will like that. That's not creepy. You got to be careful with that. There's yeah. a lot of yeah incels who we're gonna have listening to this podcast, <laughs> and they're gonna be going up to ladies and saying, "I've been looking at your." Butt. Okay, well, this is Mickey the lesson. Oferman said you like that kind of. This thing. is the lesson to take from this. If you, if a girl has chosen you on the show, take me out, and then you go on a date with her in Fernando's, and then when the date goes well, you decide to say, "Hey, I like your bum." That's okay. Any other situation that you might envision. That is not okay. Well, they did have a good date. Like, he ended up throwing uh, raisins into her gob, which... Yep, that was that's good. That's a great sign. Yeah, that's flirty. That's when you're demonstrating your uh, hand-eye coordination to your partner. Mm. Yeah, it's Which flirty. you really want to do. I'm going to get some raisins. Um... Who has raisins well, just on hand? We can't keep going if you're going to be eating raisins into the mic. I'm not. You have raisins? Yeah. Ugh. Raisins are a good snack. Raisins are repulsive. Just keep going. Okay. Um, oh, and also, uh, towards the end of the date, he asked if he could have a kiss, and he got one. And mm. I think that, that was a good message to the men of the world. 
Yeah, he asked. Take what you want. You're, you're off mic. He asked. Very good. Great. We're getting raisins on the mic. Can I have a kiss? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all in all, though, a great date. And they seemed very happy and it got a big likey. And I th- was this the one where... I'm back. I'm back. Was this the, um, Those think, raisins were great. I think they're married. Uh, Which he didn't deserve. I felt like... oh, it, it was not symbolism to watch this six foot whatever man, this giant on skates. <laughs> he never wore skates. It shows how smoothly oh, he the, did the well, social elite can move over us. And even when they fall, it's up to the working class person to pick them back up. He is working class. He works in the city. He works yeah, okay, in not anymore, Wolf. but I think he grew up working class. Well, you are, you're going with the, the belief that you die in a class in which you're born, which I do not believe. I, I, I don't believe. Once you go to a certain level... You become the elite. And you believe the elite. in social media. Yeah, I also don't believe that. He's but a monster. You, stop putting <laughs> philosophies into my mouth. He did have incredibly powerful You put hands. raisins in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want some more raisins? Is that what this no, is No, no, I'm, I'm done. Okay, fine. All right. I, uh, I think he could crush the globe with his bare hands and we should worship him as a new god. He is Atlas. Yeah. And much like in Ayn Rand's libertarian doctrine, he will shrug when the world needs him. Sure. He is the goon who would work in a Dickensian Victorian warehouse who would club you about your noggin <laughs> with a big cane, what cast would... you back into the pits to carry on working whilst he eats chicken from the bone. You think this because he works in the city? Yes. Yeah, and he does. Wow. And he if, does okay, again, Thursdays. like Nathan has never met either a car salesman or someone from the city. <laughs> if I were to equate him to a figure from literature, he would be the... Uh, gnarled goon who finds uh, <laughs> who finds Pip in the graveyard in a uh, great expectation. I would uh, say he's like oaf. he's like Simba. Simba? Mm-hmm. No, he's Pumba. <laughs> but if Pumba were the one who took over the kingdom, actually, I take it back. He's Pride Rock. He is. He is. No, I see him more like uh, Gaston. You think he's more like Gaston? He is 100% he is Gaston. Like Gaston. He is Gaston. Because uh, he's tall yeah. and handsome. Yeah, and he should be pushed into the fires. He is Luke Evans's Gaston. Yes. He that he was so much like Luke Evans's, uh, Luke Evans's Gaston. Who's a singer now? Luke Evans. Yeah, I keep seeing the posters everywhere. <laughs> Who's just... Luke Evans? He was Gaston. Oh. All right. In Emma Watson's Beauty and the Beast. B-A-T-B. <laughs> um, up next, we had Matt yeah, no. from Nottingham. Oh. Didn't stand a chance. I said he looks like um, the villain from a Britney Spears movie set in the music industry. Okay, I had a big, I had a big cringe. This is he's an this, old man just with a clear. cravat, a paisley man. cravat. I don't like when they when they. It's just he's not that old. So he is. He's a 40 something he's late forties. He's fifty. Early fifties. He's not fifty. He's not fifty. He's a hundred years old. He said his alter ego was white dolomite. Oh, so yes. problematic. That so was so problematic. What a bunch of uh, cultural appropriation in this uh, episode. Yeah, I think it comes from a place of love. But you cannot take like an iconic. Uh, black figure that's used to fight against uh yeah. sort of white supremacy yeah. and take it back for yourself <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and call it white dolomite <laughs> and white sharp i've always thought of myself as, as white sharp i'm sort of like a white version of malcolm x you know like, no no that's staying lane and then there was that that horrible moment where like there was only one light left on oh, maxine, maxine. And then he turned out to be, and then she turned it off, and then he turned out to be, had chosen her as love at first light. That was yeah. genuinely and she heartbreaking. And 
devastated. That was great. Because he had a direct line into um, the intense, sad feelings that he felt. Like earlier when all the lights turned off and Baddy was like, how do you feel? And he said, that was absolutely brutal. <laughs> and then in the VT at the end when he said, to have the person who was my lover's first light and then turn the light off, I feel absolutely gutted. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, was he didn't even of... try and shrug it off. He was like, genuinely, this was a traumatic emotional experience He went me. straight to the bath. Okay. R.I.P. Old Man. R.I.P. Old Man. Uh, next recap, we've got Melanie and Colin. Uh, Colin forgot. He was a judge. Well. She was great. He was. He turned out to be a full-on alcoholic. She was a great date. So, such a great date. Mm. She immediately, like, she was fun. She was flirty, but she was also immediately taking the wheel. Yeah. Like they were, they were going on a what is that? Like a ATV. Yeah, like an ATV, and she was so much fun. And she picked up that uh, motorbike helmet with a. Big fucking hand. Oh, she oh, had yeah. big hands. She, she held yeah, that yeah. helmet like you hold raisins. It was just right there. She slapped it in his head. Yeah. She was great. She was like a genuine like. <laughs> I actually have very dainty time. hands. Thank you very much. <laughs> I saw you actually. Aww. Writer's hands. Yeah. As someone who drank a lot more than uh, anybody else, when I would go for dinners and stuff with people, you're really aware when you're out drinking people. You're like, oh, people are going to think that. I have a drinking problem because I'm drinking so much more than everybody else. He would have noticed after the first, like, second or third glass. Like, she's not drinking anything. He was fucking yeah. smashing them back. But- and then Paddy said something. Oh, what was his thing at the end? He was like, you focus too much on the booze and you let a good one get away. It was like, it was really yeah. profound and sad. There's like a moral at the and, end. And yeah. spoke to, like, maybe some darkness in Paddy's history. <laughs> like, it really felt like, I've been there too, pal. <laughs> you need to get a handle on this. Yeah. But also, he was right. Like, she was cracking. Yeah, yeah. she was great. She was great. I mean, it's insane that she went with him in the first place no because she but, liked Dermot O'Leary that was like her yeah, ideal man and he, he kind of resembled like, he's pretty handsome and he kind of resembled him no he did kind he of he was him. punching and he was cheeky massively I okay I she do think was he like was punching three above her but if, I, I but if she was punching he was catching her with her giant hands mm. that's true her big mitts I mean she was catching him that would have been really funny like when our lord <laughs> is like holding his hands out and you run into the palm of his hands who's lord our Lord. Your landlord. And in the one hand... His landlord is his mum. Oh, you're talking yeah. about your mum? Yeah, my she, In the one yeah, hand, you're summoned at the palm. Yeah. And that's where he keeps all the good people. On the other hand, he crushes them and smites them. Okay. This you is will still, be smoked. This is still your mum. Whom? <laughs> what? I like, think of it when you're on a date. <laughs> Stop saying we'll be smoked. You say that too much. We, we will. <laughs> Unless you change your behaviours. Uh, so what well, I like I'm about... We're great at quizzes. This is what I'm saying. We're not the ones up in the club as well. Peter's going to be like, mate. You're great. At okay, Saint yeah. Peter. This is sort of non-formal. Yeah, but Peace. we're on first name. You <laughs> are condemned. <laughs> I say this with love and affection. We're, we're he'll be like, like not, that's not affectionate. I'll I walk say up. this with pure empathy and admiration, but you will spend eternity in hellfire. Nathan, I will walk up, and he'll be immediately be like, "You can call me Pete." Like he just gets it. Like yeah. we're walk fighting. up. Where are you walking from? Clouds. From being dead. I would rock you up and just he'd, there. I would rock up and he'd say, uh, "Bro, you got the freshest kicks. You're coming in. You don't know shit about heaven." Ugh. What you th- you think it's like an upside down lift? Is that what you think? <laughs> I think lifts only go down. <laughs> I think based on taking me out, that lifts only go down. <laughs> yeah, she always gets the stairs. <laughs> what do you mean, like an upside down way. lift? Heaven is, heaven is basically like take me out. That you come down. Yeah. Saint Peter judges you and the other apostles. Yeah. Thirty of them. And then. uh if you fail, you go down into hell while they play all by myself. Mm. Mm. Um, well done, Marilyn and Colin. So up next, we had Ross from Hampshire. 
Oh, Ross. Top knot. They loved him. Very cheeky. Probably the cheekiest one of the episode. Shad's bodies him. Says you look like a ballerina and a little girl. <laughs> She's having absolutely none of yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, She doesn't come to play. No. I thought he kind of looked a bit like Rob Beckett, but a more handsome Rob Beckett. Like a slightly ripped Rob Beckett. Yeah. And with a top knot. Oh, um, oh that's good. sorry. It's up like, uh, I put a note and because uh, I really hate this guy at first. Yeah, he I, grew on me. And it's when they said like he lives with a couple. It's like, oh, he is me. Right. And then I th- oh, it sounds like you slipped into a bit of a crisis there. And I was like, oh, now I love this man. Yeah. Because he is I. Because you have lived with and a couple. I am him. And I was like, oh, we are all just projections of each other. We, we are God witnessing himself. Mm. And I, I had a real breakthrough. And I thought, he is a child of God. <laughs> <laughs> he is blessed. Right. But I, yeah, he is blessed <laughs> with, uh, with great with abs. His salad was supposed to be window cleaning, and then he didn't clean a single window. He just did chin-ups and, and did push-ups. Well, okay. my note, I put this he has not, no talents. Guys, this bit is for the ladies, okay? This is what you guys don't understand, is that it's not logical. Mickey, please it's provide physical. us with a female perspective. It's about technical Thank you. expertise. So uh, it's it's about the physicality, and we just want to get some, see someone get physical, to quote Olivia Newton-John. Uh, but actually, a lot of the girls didn't like it at all. So I'm speaking for the women, but also a lot of the women did not care for this at all. They turned off so much at the uh, at the physical stuff. I was like, you like all of his personality stuff. And then when he does a, a push up, you're like, nah. Great moment in the episode was early on when uh, Sophie complimented him on. Oh, what did he compliment him on? Something. And then he went, you got a great set yourself about yeah. her tits. And she loved it. She, he, he, she said, you've got great thighs. Oh, yeah. And then he said, you got a great set yourself. But he could which see her He could thighs. not see her thighs. So it was definitely her boobs, which were great. And then when he was like, oh, do you want to see who was his lover's first light? It was her. That was incredibly satisfying. I don't that's, think I've ever seen that before. That's a nice narrative because you, you need the, the dark night of the soul just before. And mm-hmm. that is embodied by the old man. Oh, is that what it's called? Mm. What is it called? Dark Night of the Soul. Dark Night of the Soul. Nice. Yeah, Which that's is exactly what I call in my um, Batman-inspired jazz album. Dark Night of the Soul. But soul is a different genre of music to jazz. Yeah, I was up against it, right? <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the big grin on your face as you were trying to think of that. <laughs> I'm in the middle of an intense sugar crash. And I found I was really Do you want some raisins? I don't know what you're fucked up great. Raisins are what <laughs> fucked up sinister great. children eat in the playground. It's for sinister, bad, wicked most, boys and girls. Most children what? eat yeah. raisins. Yeah. Most children are sinister and wicked. Right. So what would you eat? What was your what was your snack? Candy. <laughs> grapes. I think grapes are a much nicer snack. That's because your mother is God. <laughs> she wouldn't give you raisins. No, I, do, I do think raisins are grotesque. And I think you're a human pig. Yeah, but you also- eat exclusively garbage, mm- and for someone who stuffs his face with KFC so much, <laughs> I'm KFC but tonight. do sponsor us. Uh, that is ridiculous. That would I be. I don't inc- think we're gonna get KFC. That's a big gap. I think after I just said, I get KFC. Let's start with someone shit like Nathan. Well, or raisins. I'm not. I refuse to take ra- raisins blood money. Pig money if it's you. We're going to come to uh, the end of the show, um, which obviously means uh, we will cover off on who are uh, best and worst, faves and least faves. So let's start with Mickey. Who is your most valuable player, uh, MVP, top Um, pick? 
Chloe was Chloe. Chloe, she smashed it. She she owns this season, and it's only the third episode. Her entire <laughs> her entire storyline, her entire arc is just one of beauty, yeah. one of family, and one of love in the end. Like Fast and Furious. Yeah, and my um, villain um, this time was um, uh, I I don't even remember his name. The alcoholic. Oh, uh- Colin for drinking a, Colin. an entire bottle of For champagne. being such a dud and for like genuinely like ruining what could have been such a good day with the best girl. Freakishly large handed Melanie. Yeah. yeah. She could have got he could have got a terrible hand job from that. Colin, for your poor relationship with alcohol, we condemn you. We condemn you. And you're a villain. Um, and you're a villain. I don't condemn him, but I'm I'm close. Uh, Nathan, who's your most valuable I, player? Uh, most valuable uh, would be Shads again. I think she brought it. Snap. I think, like I said, it was a very, it was a, it's a pretty Snaps dry, it, it's a dry episode. It was a dry episode. The characters weren't that big yep. compared to like other weeks. Mm. So like, it, it really was kept alive with Shads' crazy comments. Yeah, Shads was carrying the can. I, um, Shads was my MVP as well. She's just in there like a like a tactician. Oh, snaps, snaps. I'm hoping, um, I'm okay. hoping she never gets picked because we're gonna need her deep deep in the season when some of these characters start running thin. I don't think we're gonna pick anyone. I really mm. hope that she stays. I yeah. don't know what she's actually romantically interested in at all because she's usually just slamming people. I don't care. Was the- it this episode when she said, I'm an 80s baby, which means uh, yeah. I grew up in the 80s? <laughs> yeah, because the other guy was seven. She was basically trying to tell him he was old, but yeah. be nice about it. Which oh, she great. achieves telling him he was old, yeah. but not achieve being nice. Oh my God, same yeah. MVP, exciting. What was your... What was your- uh, villain, I think for second week in a row, uh, is the capitalist colossus. <laughs> <laughs> Gaston. Gaston, he needed a beast to b- defeat him. What's and his I think name again? Liam. Liam. Yeah, Liam the so your villain with um, what, what we forgot to do this week, which we've done every other week, is we've called out our villains and given our social media information. Um, oh yeah, so if um, if uh, Colin, if that's your real name, wants to uh, wants to co- wants to come at me and uh, defend himself, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and uh, everything. Basically, at Mickey Oathman, Um That's M I C K Y O V. Not necessary, Nathan. Uh, so I'm calling out Liam. Um, once again, I think you're directly responsible <laughs> for all of the world's ills. Um, I challenge you to a fight. If you want to do get in touch, uh, do you want to get in touch? I'll, I'll meet you in any car park. Ideally, um, ideally KFC Hackney. They've got very good parking um, allocation. Uh, so you can contact me at Nathan Darcy Roberts on Instagram. Uh, and much like David and Goliath, I am David. I will... F- I will fool you. <laughs> I will fool you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fell with one stone because mm. he had the might of the Lord behind him. Ah. Okay. As do I. And it all went full circle. No, no, no! Don't go on another tear. Your six, <laughs> six frame and muscled body is no match for a man with the strength of the Lord on his side. <laughs> Can I just quickly say that Liam? If you are listening, you could snap Nathan like a twig. <laughs> so do go. To yeah, the Nathan's a spindly up. little freak. Nathan. And you could easily <laughs> I have the power of Has might. No muscle. Lord. Yeah. Might okay. Lord. Might Lord. Okay, so he's missing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. What he's saying is he'll bring his mom. I skim read the yeah. Bible, so I just got like the occasional word. Like, might Lord. Yeah. Horny. <laughs> he's horned up for this. Um, my villain, Jade, I call you out. And I'm doing that primarily because of the lack of logical coherence to going on a date with someone you already accept to be significantly ugly. Um, You'll be crushed like those grapes underneath your feet. 
Well, you haven't given out your social media. Oh, uh, you can catch me on uh, at Patrick Spices on Twitter and Instagram. Okay, let's close so I can get back to my reasons. This podcast was brought to you by Mickey Overman, Nathan Darcy Roberts and Patrick Spicer. Theme tuned by the very funny Ben Kavanagh. <laughs>